What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new episode for everybody. 123. How's everybody doing after uh, Super Bowl weekend? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Uh, a lot to talk about when uh, in regards to the Super Bowl. Definitely looking forward to uh, this offseason so uh, we can get uh, into the next round of the playoffs. So how about yourself? Yeah, you know, it's it's always sad when football season comes in. I, I, I do love the Super Bowl. You know, never having uh, uh, the Jets in it. You know, I, I'm used to, you know, not or just rooting for whoever. Right. But uh, it's always a fun time. It's a full day, full day uh, experience. And, and um, you know, the, the game is usually pretty good. But, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to the offseason here, see what the Jets are going to do with this uh, veteran quarterback, whether they can go Derek Carr or wait out Aaron Rodgers' darkness trip. Um <laughs> And see what happens, man. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of uncertainty, I think, uh, in what the Jets are going to do. But ultimately, they need that one one position filled, and, and then, you know, you can figure out the rest. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it now. I mean, <clears throat> NBA uh, trade deadline was spicy. Let's see if uh, the NFL can top it mm-hmm. uh, with this offseason. So. The NFL does, uh, you know, I mean, like you said, the NBA trade deadline tried to sneak into Super Bowl week. I think they made a little dent uh, there, spiciness. But, uh, yeah, the NFL, you know, outside of maybe, like, the end of February, <laughs> the NFL uh, always dominates. Was this new season kicks off usually, like, March 9th or something like that? Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, once free agency starts, it's, it's football. Free agency draft and OTAs and then, you know, preseason. We're back at it again in, uh, in the end of August. Oh, yeah. Back like we never left, man. Yep. I mean, let's get right into it, man. The Super Bowl wrapped up. We had the uh, Super Bowl 57. We had the Chiefs uh, come back from behind and beat the Eagles. How are you feeling about it, man? I mean, I told you the Chiefs were going to win by a field goal. Uh, <laughs> they did. Uh, not not the way I was expecting it to go. But I, I think that if you, had, uh, if you had the Chiefs, I felt like it was probably going to be a higher scoring game. And that's what we, we talked about. Eagles just, you know, outside of Hurts, they couldn't get the run game going. I think Sanders was hurt early, and he he never really got the ball, and and they just they just couldn't get the the, the run game going at all. I thought Hurts was awesome, you know, save for that one one fumble. Fumble, yeah. Uh, obviously, that 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 made a difference in the game, but but other than that, I thought he was great. Ran the ball well, threw the ball well, you know, made all the right plays. Uh, you know, I just think that uh, Philly's defense failed them in the end. I mean, yep. Chiefs had four possessions in the second half, scored in all four. No sacks. Um, they led the league in sacks. Damn you know, shame. I mean, I mean, Mahomes. I think I turned to turned to someone at like halfway through the third quarter and was like, Mahomes hasn't even really even been in trouble. Never mind like being sacked. I think he got hit like once in the in the pocket. <laughs> hit once. Yeah, but I feel like that was towards the first half. Second half, yeah. they, they, they didn't even touch him. No, no, they weren't close to him at all. So he had plenty of time. When you give him time, you give Kelsey time to run run routes. They're gonna find each other. You know, they had some some nice plays down at the goal line. That one to Corn Dog to Katerius Tony, yeah. um, and then uh, the um, one to Sky Moore, and then mm-hmm. and, and the punt return from from Tony was huge too. So yeah. um, 
Yeah, I thought I thought that uh, Andy Andy Reid called an awesome game. I, I yeah, I, just thought, I, I thought the Chiefs did everything they needed. They made the adjustments they needed in the second half, and and that was that. Definitely, uh, definitely agree with you on that. On that, uh, I felt like the uh, the Eagles had control of the game pretty much the first half, and yeah, they just could have put them away in that second half. If they could have got the run game going, uh, it would have been a totally different game. But they just couldn't get anything going. And then uh, once again, once you give Patrick Mahomes a chance, they're going to kill you. Yep. Also, the fact that uh, the uh, Chiefs, they went ahead and actually addressed the offensive line in the offseason, you know, the past few offseason based off of the one, the the Super Bowl they were in with uh, Tampa, definitely paid off. Because uh, as you can see in that second half that, uh, you know, he wasn't even touched with the bum ankle. So mm-hmm. uh, I was definitely surprised on that on the, uh, by the Eagles defense that they uh, couldn't scheme anything up to get get to Mahomes in that second half or cause any kind of havoc being that they were up by so much at the time. I mean, outside of that, it wasn't really uh, much else. Like, you know, like you said, uh, you know, Hurts played great. Defense let him down a little bit. I mean, he's not really much uh, he could have done um, outside of that. No, no, I think he did just about everything he could do. Again, brought him down to, uh, you know, tie the game, got the two-point conversion. Like you said, yeah, he did, he did everything he could do. Unfortunately, the defense couldn't get a stop. It would have been nice to see him have the ball with a minute and a half left, mm-hmm. uh, but we had the uh, the infamous holding call from from Bradbury, yep. um, which I mean by the letter of the law it was a hold. Hold, yeah. It was a hold. Did it twice. So. Did it twice. <laughs> I mean, I, I think and I I think I heard a take today and I really liked it. It was that should be on the coaches, not so much on Bradbury. I mean, obviously Bradbury is the one who did it, but like coaches should have said, if you get burnt, let him go. Because if they score, if they score a touchdown there, you can you still have a chance to to come down and tie them. If they get a first down because of a holding penalty, the game's game over. over. Yeah, that was a pretty good take. You know, if you get burnt or if you can't, do not. We cannot take a penalty here. Oh no, definitely can. And I felt like the Chiefs were running very similar p- plays um, yeah. in, in the in the um, red zone. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, you could definitely tell uh, they were just being out coached once they got down there. So. I mean, your boy Andy and the enemy uh, doing their thing. Hopefully, uh, this helps me and me get a uh, another job. So, mm-hmm. not that he doesn't have one, but you know, uh, he's trying to uh, probably try, trying to make that lateral move so he can uh, get to a head coaching spot the following year. So, yeah, <laughs> we heard another good one on on the enemy. It was like I think being the Chiefs OC is better than being like twenty of the NFL teams head coaches. Oh yeah, I mean, you got your quarterback. I mean, not much pressure on you as far as. Uh, being the head coach, but I think ultimately he wants to take that take on that challenge. So yeah, yeah, and and Andy's uh, obviously you know paying you well, and uh, you could hear him just pumping up the enemy after the game. Yeah, I mean they were showing the stats of uh, all the uh, uh, Andy Reid's disciples. They were saying no, like eleven. It's not good. Yeah, they were showing eleven of them got head coaching jobs. There was only maybe like three that were like uh, I want to say productive, but like successful. So. Uh, Doug Peterson, he came yeah. from he came from that. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, he's one of the three. Him. Yeah. Um, well, it's still better than uh, Belichick's uh, train, like of crap. Well, I I think well I think for Belichick, too many his disciples try to be like him too much. Right. right. And it doesn't work. So. Right. Yeah, there's a few. I mean, Ron Rivera, Frank Wright, Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Um. So I mean, there's a few, but. Not many have been that successful, so definitely yep. looking forward to seeing uh, how things play out. Yep. Then outside of that, I mean, we had the halftime show, Super Bowl uh, halftime show with uh, Rihanna. 
How how are you feeling about that, man? You were you was over there dancing or what? <laughs> I forgot how many good songs that she has. It, it you know you, you kind of start to hear it like oh man I remember that one. They're like oh yeah that one. Oh geez. And then uh, you know she she bangs out like eleven eleven bangers and you're like oh okay. Um, no, I thought it was good. I, you know I obviously she's she was pregnant so probably uh, not the same energy that there would have been if if she wasn't. Uh, but understandable. I, yeah, I thought it was good. I, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't enjoy it as much as I liked last year's, but last year's was more of like a nostalgic throwback. Um, yep. And I don't know. She's just, she's just a, she, I don't know. She's a badass. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought it would have been a lot better if she had like some guests um, yeah. for some of those songs. But ultimately, you know, kind of just shows how she feels about herself as far as being um, that person to perform by yourself. Funny analogy with the uh, the little dancers as uh you know the symbolism as uh they were supposed to be like the sperm mm-hmm. and uh she was supposed to be like the egg showing that she's pregnant somebody uh, somebody pointed that out to me so i thought that was funny but yeah it's a good one um the memes that came from this were hilarious as well so and then outside of that i mean uh this, they had the super bowl commercials wasn't really too many good ones this year they had the uh ben affleck and uh j-lo one for dunkin donuts that one wasn't bad then the uh I heard that the people were going crazy over the 2B1. People thought their TV was actually like changing channels and stuff. So I thought that was kind of funny. It's a few Super ones, a few courses were okay. I didn't, I didn't love them uh, this year. I, I kind of like the the uh, Serena Williams golf one. Um, yeah. With uh, Tony Romo, but other than that, um, yeah, I didn't, nothing to write home, write home about. I mean, you had the, the classic Dunkin' Donuts one with uh, Ben Affleck, but. Yeah, nothing really stood out to me this year. Yeah, it's not it's not like it used to be, man. No. But people don't watch commercials anymore, so. Uh, yeah, they don't, but I think for the Super Bowl, that's one of like the coming attractions. Um, yeah, but if you think about it, why are you going to spend all that time and money in, in putting a commercial in? If like people are going to see it one time, that's going to be it. I mean, it's, it's a lot of money for that short, short, uh, you know, airtime. Yeah, but I think, I think the thing is, it's like a hit or miss, so. For, right. for for the for Tubi, for instance, I mean, they made a statement with their commercial. So now yeah. people people will either go check out Tubi, see what it's about. I'm sure they're going to get some customers from it. So, but on the other hand, where other certain commercials where there was like a Blue Moon commercial where they showed like uh, uh, like pretty much the majority commercial. They talked about like Budweiser and another beer, and then they're like, no, this is a Blue Moon commercial. I was like, what? Then it just goes off. Oh yeah. Uh, because Blue, Blue Moon's owned by those people. Oh, but that's They're owned, ter- by Miller, owned by Miller Coors. Yeah, but that's terrible. It's like, all right, if you want people to, are, are you trying to get people to go buy Blue, Blue Moon, or are you just trying to say, hey, these beers go buy all three? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I thought that was kind of weird. And then, um, but I'm, de- I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing, um, you know, next year's ones to see if mm-hmm. uh, anything else stands out. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, since Super Bowl's over, man. You think uh, you think the Chiefs can repeat, man? I I mean I I don't see why you'd bet against them at this point. You know Kelsey will be a little bit older, but that offensive line is young. They look good. I mean I I think they probably need another receiver, and their their defense was young too. Outside of uh, actually no, I think for this yeah. part I mean I mean you got Dunlap and, and Frank Clark were a little bit older, but I think it's, a, it's, it's a pretty secondary. Secondary is all brand new. No, yeah. Outside of Sneed, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, like I said, they're they're gonna probably, you know, 
sweep up in that division. You know, you might get maybe you get something from the Chargers with a new coach there, but we'll you know wait wait to be seen there. But they're going to clean up in that division, and and yeah, I mean, I don't see why they they wouldn't be the one seed again next year in the AFC. Yeah, I feel like it's either them or the uh, Bengals. Yeah, I feel like the Bengals are coming for revenge next year, so that's going to be an interesting matchup to see if they play each other in the season when the schedule comes out, or if they don't see each other until the playoffs. On the NFC side, I, I don't know if I can see the Eagles repeating as the uh, as, as the fact they got a lot of uh, mercenaries on that defense. So I don't think their defense will be the same as as it is next year. But they they do, but their offense is good and their offensive yeah. line is mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah, they got they got a lot of free agents on the defensive side of the ball. They they have to figure out. But you know, I think again, you got a good coach, good quarter, good young quarterback, and and you know he's he's already preparing for next year because he uh, he's kind of maniacal about his uh, football preparation. Yeah, and then uh, also you got the 49ers to worry about because if they get yeah. a quarterback, they're going to be right in the mix. Cause they they pretty much got a, got a all star roster themselves, and they're not really losing anybody. They yep. just need a quarterback. So then uh, we got the, the NFL free agency coming up. I mean, some court, some people are getting dropped. Some people are gonna get franchised. We're gonna have to wait and see. But uh, your boy Derek Carr was released. Where, where do you think he goes? Uh, I still say there's an outside chance of going to New Orleans. You know, you got New Orleans, you got the Jets, you got potentially the Packers. Falcons. I mean, there's a lot of. I'd say there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of teams that aren't aren't that far off. You know, yeah. get them get them a decent quarterback, and I mean, who knows what happens with Geno Smith in in Seattle? Seattle might be an option. I don't know. It, I, I I get my my gut feel is that probably New Orleans or even Tampa Bay, right? Tampa Bay could use a quarterback. Yeah, there's a lot of teams, man. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know Carolina. I mean. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. I don't know. I mean, it could be any one of ten teams for me. I, yeah. I, I don't think the Jets go for him. I think the Jets more uh, look for like a Jimmy G or 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 they go for the home run with Rodgers. Well, I mean, if you if uh, Baltimore doesn't put that exclusive tag on Lamar, uh, oh, I feel like, they they have to, and I I don't see why they wouldn't. I feel like you guys need right in the mix, man. Yeah, I I, I would be. I mean, I, I'm okay with them sniffing around on that. It's going to cost them a lot of money, though. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I feel I feel like they're not on the same page with uh with Lamar, man. I feel like uh I mean, th- I feel like that would be the shocker of the off season if uh him leaving Baltimore. Yeah, if he, if they don't put that exclusive tag on him and he ends yeah. up going somewhere else. Yeah. Even though even though they'll get compensated, but if you're another team, I mean, and you need a quarterback, I mean, you, you're giving that up in a heartbeat. So agreed, agreed. Then uh, on to the NBA. Not too much here. Um, got some uh, games wrapping up. People getting ready for All Star Weekend this weekend. I mean, we got the Celtics playing now. We got the Knicks playing now. A few other teams. As far as the All Star Weekend, you got your boy uh, Tatum in the three point contest. You think uh, you think he takes it down or what? I don't. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I, I it's it's always interesting to see how these guys play in the or uh, how these guys do in the in the three point contest because it's a different kind of shooting. I know. Like JJ Redick always struggled, even though he's a you know a good three point shooter. They're used to like catching it on the run and, and popping and stopping. So it's usually like a set shooter type. Like Larry Bird was always good in it. Obviously Steph Curry, 
I think Tatum's more one of those guys that needs to be coming off a ball screen or something. So I don't I don't think that he wins it. I think he's probably competitive in it, but who else is in it? Kevin Herter. They got uh Tyler Hero, uh Tyrese Halburton, uh Buddy Heald who's actually won it before. They got Dame, Anthony Simmons, and uh your boy uh Markin. But my guess would be uh to win it would probably be Buddy Heald because he's yeah. uh, lead, leading the league in threes right now. Either him or Dame um, should be a, but it should be an interesting contest to see who gets down to that, you know, that second round and then that final round for the shootout. So, so watch out for Laurie Marketing because he's one of those set shooter type guys that that usually kind of do pretty well in these uh, tournaments. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 on Buddy Heald as well. Yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, putting a little parlay down on that one. <laughs> then uh, we're gonna have the dunk contest. I mean. I'm not gonna lie, man. No, no disrespect to the participants, but it's lacking, man. I mean, yeah. you, got, you got Jericho uh, Sims, big from the Knicks. Mac McLung, I forget his name, or whatever. He's from uh, he's like a rookie or something. I remember seeing like his mixtapes or something on uh, mm-hmm. Baller's Life. And then we got Trey Murphy the third and uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. I mean, my yeah. guess, my guess, the winner would be Kenyon Martin Jr. But so I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm not gonna lie, I'm very disappointed in the uh, participants with the dunk contest. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm probably not gonna watch it. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna give it a try. But I think after after the first round, if it's starting looking shaky, then uh, yeah, it's gonna be a uh, lights out for that. Yep. Then we had the uh, trade NBA trade deadline wrap up as well. We didn't get to talk about it last time, but right after we were done recording, your boy Kevin Durant gets shipped <laughs> off to Phoenix. It looks like that was the trade that uh that uh Phoenix was actually looking to get because uh the same the same pieces we talked about. Them sending over to Brooklyn uh, instead of for Kyrie, they did it for Kevin Durant. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, man. This, this makes it on paper. This uh, Phoenix team looks very dangerous, but I'm not gonna lie. I think they don't win it though. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you. I think it, it does make them look good on paper. I'll see how well they mesh together. But you know, <laughs> you've you've aged your team by uh, quite a few years now, getting into two younger guys and Cam Johnson and uh, Mikael Bridges and. Bridges, yeah. And uh, and picking up a 35 year old Kevin Durant, uh, obviously still top five player in the league, but um, you know, I guess if, if they can all get healthy, healthy and they can mesh, I could see them making a run in the West. Uh, how far? I don't know. I could see them in the final, in the in the Western Finals, but I don't, I don't know. Does it get them to a championship? I I, I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not guaranteed, man. On paper they look they look great. Right. Um, Kevin Durant's still been it's still out, so he has to come back. Um, he's gonna need to get his feet under him. So, um, and this all all come down to matchups of who they match up against. Because uh, right now they're still uh, you know contending to get in that top spot in the playoffs. I think they're what like six now or something like that. So, yeah. I mean they're still gonna have to go through some of those top teams in the West to uh, even get to the finals. But I wouldn't be surprised if they get to the West Finals and uh, get knocked off to like a Denver or. One of those other teams, like the uh, the Warriors or something. Well, they've actually moved up to fourth now. Oh, okay. Yeah, West is a mess. <laughs> I mean, outside of Denver. I mean, yeah. Denver, Denver yeah, looks, outside of Denver. Yeah. I mean, Denver looks great too. So, I don't know if this is the year they get over the hump, but I'm definitely looking forward to uh, playoff basketball. Mm, absolutely. Then on the East side, wasn't really too many moves here outside of uh, Milwaukee going out and getting uh, Jay Crowder. Um, I think mm-hmm. that was needed. It was kind of that's like kind of like their replacement for uh, oh yeah, PJ Tucker. 
I mean, Celtics picked up, uh, uh, what's the name? Um, the big uh, schooler. Yep. A little stretch four. Did you another option off the bench? I'm trying to think. wasn't really much else uh, uh, in the East as far as uh, trades. I mean, the Knicks went out and got Josh Hart. Um, he's been helping them out, but outside of that, not really uh, not really much in the yeah, East. Yeah. Yeah, the Pistons traded away Shaddy Bay, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, not, not, not too much. Kyrie got shipped out of Brooklyn, obviously, but. Yeah, no other big, no other big moves coming into the into the East. Yeah, I thought the Sixers would have did something to get another piece, but that didn't happen. But I mean, we still got Russell Westbrook, so he's probably he's, uh, they're talking about probably doing a buyout on him to see where he goes will be interesting as well. But I, I probably think he'll go to the Clippers if he gets bought out. I think that's everyone's thinking Clippers. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, if uh, that happens or not, because uh, it doesn't seem like I don't. It doesn't really seem like Utah wants to buy him out, so. I don't know what uh, Danny Age is waiting on over there. <laughs> Maybe trying to get another draft pick out of him or something. I don't he, know. he might he might be somehow <laughs> trying to maneuver a draft pick. So definitely looking forward to uh, seeing how that plays out. PGA, who won that? Uh, Scheffler won that. Uh, Scotty Scheffler won. Oh, Scheffler. So, yeah. So yeah. So the Wastemans were the first of the elevated uh, tournaments. Scheffler uh, played well on Sunday. He outlasted Rom. And uh, Nick Taylor from Canada uh, put him away on on the 16th hole. You know, Scheffler again. He won here last year. It really kickstarted his year, winning the Masters and uh, getting the world number one. So this bumped him back up into world number one uh, as they go into uh, uh, Riviera this week, uh, the Genesis Open. This is Tiger's event, and and Tiger announced late on Friday that he would be playing this week. Um, the thing about Tiger is he's he's not. He's not out there to play for charity. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. Right. He made that very clear this week that if he's entering a tournament, he thinks he can win. Um, and when he doesn't think he can win anymore, he will stop playing. He's not gonna hold on and and you know hope that he can he can win here and there. You know if he's not competitive, he won't play. So he must uh, he must feel pretty good. This course is in Los Angeles. Is, it's one of the you know nicer courses I think that they play. Did you try? And then uh, you know they got they got the elevated field again, so you're gonna see uh, you know some of the best players in the world again. Uh, this is a course that Max Homa knows really well. He played a lot in this uh, at Riviera growing up uh, and Los Angeles Country Club. The two two uh, two stops this year they played in the U.S. Open at Los Angeles Country Club. So you know if I were a betting man, Rich, uh, I I like Homa. Homer or uh, Rom this week. You know, Rom continues to play really good golf. I'll definitely pop a little uh, parlay on them. I was surprised uh, your boy came out of nowhere and won that one, last one though, because every, everybody I bet on was in contention, and then he just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Scheffler does that. He likes he's sneaky. He'll be like, you'll just see the leaderboard. He's like in, uh, inching his way up. He's just draining putts from everywhere. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. But definitely looking yeah. forward to forward to that. Um, I'll probably put put pull something on Tiger too, cause uh, just cause. Yeah, why not? I'm sure the uh the the spread on that is crazy. Yeah, I think it was like, gosh, I want to say it was like plus twenty five hundred or something. Yeah, that's perfect. So I'm definitely looking. For, I'm definitely looking forward to that as well. Yep. Yeah, and uh, we're only about fifty days away from round one at uh at the Masters, so it'll be here quick. Oh yeah, but like uh, we didn't even get no winter, man. Not to jinx and knock on wood, but seems like we're going straight to spring. <laughs> yeah, it's already uh, mid seventies down here, and and uh, kind of nice. 
Oh, oh yeah, of course over here, man. Y'all, 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 y'all been in spring all year, man. <laughs> <laughs> that time again ladies and gentlemen we got another edition of jd's bites and brew what you got for us all right so we got a uh a, a, it's called it's a stuffed uh buffalo chicken so what, it, what we did here is uh sliced the uh, chicken breast thin made a a, a a mixture and so it was cheddar cheese the laughing cow cheese for those Celery, diced celery, diced green onion, and salt and pepper. Uh, mix that all up. Put kind of spread that out along the the chicken breast. Rolled it up and then dipped it in a it was a mayonnaise type of a like a, a like almost like a like a little bit of a batter. It was what was it? It was mayonnaise, hot sauce, and garlic powder. Um, okay. So that was kind of like the uh, the uh, the bit, and then. Rolled that in uh, Ritz crackers, like uh, uh, crumbled Ritz crackers. And then, um, so we did five of those, put them in a baking pan, threw it in the oven for at 400 degrees for half an hour, pulled that out, and then had a little buffalo sauce mixed with butter and garlic powder, uh, stirred that up, and then poured that on top of the, the chicken. And then on the side, just some uh, did some shaved Brussels sprouts uh, that I uh, roasted on the on the uh, stove with some some uh, oil, garlic, and shallot, and crisp crisp that up. So it was a little uh, shredded shredded Brussels sprout on the side with the uh, stuffed buffalo chicken. Oh man, that sounds good, man. Yeah, it came out it came out pretty good. It's actually it was pretty quick to make, pretty easy to make, always good, and and uh, you know relatively healthy for you. Yeah, man, it sounds like a nice little uh, uh, dipping dish too as well. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, it was real good. And then, uh, what'd you guys drink that down with? Beer this week. Uh, so it's a Scotch ale. Um, so these are a little more malty. They're dark, usually like a dark, come out like a dark brown. It was uh, it's called King Dude Scotch Ale. It's from Sweet Union Brewing and in, uh, India Trail, uh, right down the street here. The new beer they released last week. Uh, it's uh, it's almost like it. it sometimes they have like a, a like almost like a little bit of a roasted flavor to them. Mm-hmm. Um, typically I'm not a huge fan of these, but you know, they do run a little high in ABV. Uh, this one was at 7.2%, uh, but they're not like hoppy or anything. So they're, they're usually pretty smooth. If, if you like that style, I thought this one, they did a pretty good job on, um, wasn't, wasn't like overly roasted for me. Uh, you still kind of got some of that, you know, full malt flavor, as you would say, you know, it was a kind of a, <laughs> it's probably a, a beer that's higher on higher on the calorie side. Uh, it just mm-hmm. feels feels that way. But yeah, overall, I thought it was it was pretty good. Um, good change up from you know the all the seltzers that that I've been uh, running through lately. So I, I'd probably give it like a I don't know, give it a solid seven point zero. That's not bad, man. So no. definitely a nice little uh, uh, solid beer you can add to your inventory. Yeah, and then. Uh, did, did did that one remind you of any of the other ones you had, or? So it, it kind of reminds me of um, Treehouse does a brown ale called uh, Bear. Uh, it kind of reminded me of that. And I know that Scotch ales and, and brown ales are are different, but but to me they have a very similar type profile. So that's kind of what it reminded me of. Sometimes I don't know Scotch ales can 
they're just they're they're they can be I feel like there's a little more variety. Brown ale are usually kind of getting the same same malt, but but yeah, it's kind of on that same kind of path, I would say. Okay. Well, so there's nothing wrong with that, man. No, no. If if, if you, you know if you if you're a Scotch ale fan, if you like those darker ales, I thought I thought they did a pretty good job with this one. Definitely gonna have to add that to the list, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, for this week, not too much for the BRR. Still going through our you know our staple shows right now. The Last of Us came out a little bit early. You know they were prepared for the Super Bowl episode came out on Friday, and man. <laughs> If I was an emotional person, I would have cried, man. But they they turned up the heat. Yeah, man. They gave us they gave us a little bit of everything, man. They gave us some action, uh, some drama, and then you know they gave us some heartache, man. Definitely, uh, this show is great, man. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, man. I just hope I hope it doesn't tank or you know get any worse. How'd you like the episode? I thought I thought it was really well done. You know, I think going into it was curious how I figured that they were gonna partner with. Uh, uh, with the, the two kids there. Yeah. Um, but I was curious as to how they were going to get out of Kansas City uh, with, you know, pretty much everyone left in the city, you know, trying to get a hold of them. It was good to get a little bit of the backstory, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, on, on, on what happened in Kansas City. So that was good. And yeah, and they're, they're almost on their way out there. And then the old guy uh, just firing at them. Uh, yeah. in, re- in retrospect, they probably could have just ran right around that. And and just left. But Well yeah, if they would have followed his route, but I think you know he had to get up there first in order for uh in order yeah. for him. it's probably no, no, easier I'm, for him to I'm saying they could have you know, when the old guy was up there before um uh for uh what's his face? What's his name? I, I want to call him Jack. I know his name's not Jack though. Uh Joel. Joel. Yeah. Uh, I knew yeah, that. So, <laughs> so before Joel got up there, like that old guy that was up there protecting the you know, the exit or whatever, I feel like they could have, he was a terrible shot. They could have went around him and just went over that bridge bridge and, and disappeared the way that Joel just easily got up there and freaking took the guy out. But it was, uh, you know, I, I felt like when they, you know, had said that they, you know, basically put the, the, um, the infected underground and then paved over him. I just knew that they were going to come back at some point. And obviously after the, uh, the truck crashes causes a sinkhole. You know they came out in full force, and we finally we get to see the uh, the big boy come out. Oh that yeah, dude, that that dude was scary. Them shits, all them shits came out like bats out of hell. Oh um, yeah. First that car, the car crashed into the thing, and all of a sudden the car just went down into the ground, and all of a sudden he's just he's just waiting the noises, and then they all came yep. out like I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm like y'all about to get fucked up, but um, yep. I thought it was great, man. They did a good job of uh, uh, giving us the. Uh, I said it wasn't really Walking Deadish uh, when the zombies attack. It was kind of like a World War Z type of uh, zo- the way the zombies were yeah. moving hella yep. fast. And then the big boy came up, and then uh, you boy was like, <laughs> like run, uh, I'm gonna take care of this. Like nah, dog, you about to get messed up. Yeah, because uh, that thing was eating those bullets. He knew it. But as I said, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, those things again. As far as uh, we didn't really get to see the full potential of it, because uh, no. apparently in the game it like shoots bombs or something or something like that. That's some crazy shit. Oh really? Um, yeah, I was talking to my cousin about it, and um, my cousin also said don't get attached to anybody in the show. So I mean, outside of the you know main two characters, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how the, these last few episodes pan out. Yeah. Then we had our other show, man, Mayor of Kingstown. I mean, shit is getting crazy, man. Can't tell you what happens because I don't know. I don't think you got up to it yet, but it's about to get crazy again, man. 
It's just getting worse and worse for uh, your boy Mike, man. <laughs> He's got Bunny in the bad position, and uh, I, I, don't, I can't tell you, man, but it's about to go down, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the situation with Bunny um, based off where he is now and then uh, with these other with these other clicks uh, that they're introducing. So, All right, we'll have to, we're going to have to catch up on this. I'm, I'm behind. Yeah, it's going to be good, though, when you catch up, though, because you got you got a, a good amount of episodes. So. Yeah, yep. Then we had uh, this one I'm behind in. I'm behind in your honor. Um, I, I didn't watch this week. It, you know, went from Super Bowl to – you know, a few other things, but didn't didn't get to watch this yet. Oh, so I mean, we'll get back to it next next week. So yep. And then outside of that, was checking out some new shows. I mean, the Wolf Pack. That's the uh, werewolf show from uh, mm-hmm. MTV. Yep. Um, so far so good. It's, uh, like I said, it's like uh, Teen Wolfish. Then uh, started the Rig. Still going through that. Then there's a uh, Mayfair Witches. Kind of like another supernatural show. Then there's the Cues. I'm hearing good stuff about that. It's like a crime-based show, kind of like they're giving you uh, uh, somebody commits a crime and they're kind of show, walking through what happened as the person mm-hmm. goes on, you know, is on trial for whatever they did. And then there's a few other things I was uh, trying to get into, so but I'll definitely keep you posted. Okay. You yeah, guys if watching? You li- if, if you liked you, uh, they they released the first half of the fourth season. Uh, pretty quick watch, uh, five episodes. Thought it was uh, pretty good though. Pretty good start to the season. Season. Yeah, I think I, I'm still behind. I'm I think I'm on the the last the third season. I think I'm I didn't uh, start that. So yeah, yeah, it's a whole different setting and then it's a little bit of a different uh, story on this one, which is kind of kind of neat, interesting, more of a or more of a murder mystery this time. But does it relate to the other seasons? Because like uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I saw like a preview and it shows him with a baby now. So I was like, how the hell did he get a baby? In season so, three, in season three, he gets a baby. Oh. Yeah, season, season, season four, from, he moves to London. Oh man, what the hell is going on, man? Is it? But is it from like the 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 a girl that we thought was was dead or? Uh, no, it's from his the girl he ends up getting married. I don't know if he's married to her. or I think he is in season three. No, it's the girl that he's he's in a relationship with. I don't remember how it left off. I gotta do a yeah. refresher. So yeah, she's just as crazy as him. But I thought I thought that was a girl that uh his orig- original girlfriend or something like that. No, oh, no, nah, it's a different girl. Oh, different girl. Oh man, yeah, I definitely got to catch up then. That's pretty much it, man. Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Let me give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>